Cross line, drops it back, connected. Connected, cuts the shot, they score! Oscar Lindblad buries it! And the power play goal ties this game in two! This is episode 27 of the Liberty L. I am Danny Deemer here with Chris Stompo. As always, what's up, Dan? I'm doing very well today. How about you? It's a nice sunny day here. Yeah, I'm ready to talk about the Flyers, bro. Ready for the Penguins. Ready for this last game before the All-Star break. Should be fun. But let's get into the win against LA. You were at that game. I was at that game. That was a very fun game. G- give us your... I, honestly, I I want to come out and say that it was our best complete game, like completely, uh, all year. But then again, um, I don't want to say that because it's just LA. That's what you should do to a team yeah. against, I mean, against a team like LA. But just the road struggles. I don't know. We always go on the road and make teams look like they're number two in the in the Western division when we go out west for some odd reason. But like, like I said, that's how you should play bad teams like LA. LA LA is not a good team. So yeah, thought we uh, I thought we played the way we should have been playing the whole. You know what I mean? Like the whole time, like we outplayed them the entire game. Oh yeah, easily. Like, Ever since even, the Konechny goal. It yeah, just, it really wasn't even close all game. I remember just sitting there very confident. That Honestly, I was sitting there just waiting for a Konechny hat trick. Like, I was banking on that, and then he scored the second one, and I was like, okay, I'm really feeling it now. But never happened. But, yeah, the Flyers outplayed them the entire game, to be honest. And Konechny snapped again with two goals. JVR, after me bashing him, after me watching a guy buy a James Van Reeves like jersey, I was like, why? Like, why are you buying... A James Van Reeves like jersey now. You should have known as soon as you said that. Uh, you did I, know actually. Yeah, I know. You tweeted it. Yeah. yeah. But start tweeting about. Oh, that's that's why you tweeted. Need more from Giroux. Yeah. Oh, I, I see did, how. I, did it work though? Hundred IQ plays. No, but I saw them. I saw him buy the Van Reeves like jersey, and I'm not giving him shit for buying the Van Reeves like jersey. But I feel like there are better options right now. Like to keep the jersey. You know what I mean? Like to keep the jersey for a long time. Like Konechny is going to be here for a long time. Pro Rob Hart. Pro V Hart. <laughs> that would be I, my like top yeah, four like, jerseys. I'm not saying why is he buying the jersey because oh it's January Reams like, but I don't know. I just feel like there's better options. Even Kevin Hayes. Yeah, like, Hayes like, is gonna be here for yeah. a while, so he'd be a good guy to grab a jersey from. But to each its own. JVR had three three points against the Kings. He had he that, looked good, dude. <laughs> he looked really. He did look good. But that that's those are the kind of games he like. Makes his money all like home game against the Kings. He lights it up. Yeah, home game against. Let, let me see that against should, the Penguins. Yeah, though. yeah, it's shit like that. Like, home game against a team that you should beat is when he showed. Like that's what we expect from you, especially with all the money that you make. You know what I mean? Like, Definitely. Two assists and a goal, and I was ready for another goal. I was like, he's gonna have two fucking goals, isn't he? I tweeted it right after I gave him shit, but Can you imagine it. if you had a two goal, two assist? Would have oh, loved Jesus it. Jesus Christ! Would have loved it. Absolutely loved it. But. Yeah, definitely would have made me eat my words, but didn't have two goals. Had two, uh, one goal and two assists. So yeah, just a complete game by the Flyers. Brian Elliott looked all looks has looked good all year. And I I knew once Carter went down, I wasn't like, nervous. A, yeah, me like, like when, whenever Lion plays, I'm nervous. But yeah. as long as Elliott's in net, I'm all right. For some reason, I feel like that defense kind of plays a more structured game around Elliott. Like when, sometimes when Hart's in the net, they just leave him out to dry. I swear. Yeah. Uh, they leave Elliott out to dry a couple times. There's been a couple bad breakdowns on the def- uh, on the defensive end. We'll talk about that later, though. But yeah, when Hart went down, I really wasn't. It's the first time in a while. I mean, first time since we've had Hart that he's gone down, and I wasn't like fuck because I w- I was confident in Av's ability not to drive Elliott into the ground like Hack did. You know what I mean? Like he gave Lion that start when he could have easily given it to Brian Elliott. 
We still lost the game, so maybe you should have. But again, you don't want to ride a thirty-year-old, thirty-plus-year-old goalie into the ground, especially after a big game. win in St. Yeah. Louis. You don't want to put him in against Montreal. He's going to go tomorrow against. The oh Penguins, yeah, I, yeah so. I hope so. No way, sure. Lions going tomorrow against the Penguins. I'm telling you that right now. Something I want to ask you real quick. Yeah. Farabee gets sent down. <laughs> yeah, it's, a pa- it's a paper transaction, <laughs> but he gets recalled and has a goal in back-to-back games. I know, but when he got sent down. I saw so many tweets of people like trying to explain the the send down, but oh, he's been bad up in the NHL, like giving him shit. And I, I was just I kind of sat there, like kind of not laughing at it, but like chuckling at it and being like, "Do these people not know that he's gonna come right back up tomorrow yeah. and and probably play?" And he did and scored a goal, a goal that he's deserved, honestly. And then he scored last night off the foot so again. Two games it. back from his. Demotion, I yeah, guess, his 24-hour demotion. He scores back-to-back game. Maybe it was a little it, kick in the ass for him, too. I, I think Chuck was like, we're sending you down because of cat reasons. We'll no, yeah, 100%. Up, yeah. I, he knew that, too. Yeah. I don't even think – he definitely didn't even leave the team. No, no he never – But got. I thought he should be playing first-line minutes with the uh, the Phantoms. I thought that was the best thing for him. Apparently Frost, too. I mean – But shit, what do I know? Yeah, I'm, Robustov's been the, the best – player for the Phantoms the last four or five games overall kind of game. I mean, he hasn't put up the crazy amount of points that Frost and even Vorobiev has. He scored a couple games ago, but no, I mean, if, if Farabee's in the in the AHL, he's not scoring those two goals for us, so it's good to see Farabee get some confidence behind him, and I think that he's playing up in the lineup if Raph doesn't play tomorrow because Robustov will fill in on the fourth line, and then I'm guessing Farabee will jump up with somebody else. I mean, with uh, Couturier and Voracek. So, Ooh. that's something to look out for tomorrow. If Raph doesn't play. We just found out Raph's day-to-day with an upper body injury. We don't know exactly what it is. He's had a rough go this year. Which yeah, for like sure. It's like his third injury. He's been getting slammed around on the ice big time. And I, I kind of think it's – I mean, I don't want to assume anything, but it looked like a, like a concussion spotter pulled him because he did get hit pretty hard Um, the other uh, in L.A. And – I mean, I was there, so it did look like his head got hit a little bit. So maybe it's a concussion, but I don't want to. I don't want to say something that I don't know 100. percent You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I don't, don't want to assume anything. But two players this week that have uh, really caught my eye. One Sanheim. Yeah. He seems like he's really turned on. Uh, that game against Boston this week on Monday. Two goal game. Yeah, dude. Yeah. He he's he looks r- what we were saying over the summer. Yeah, you he looks more I mean? confident. Yeah. That's what I was talking about a couple episodes ago. I just wanted to see. Remember, I said that a couple episodes yeah, ago. Yeah, yeah. I just wanted to see Sanheim get a little bit more confidence with the puck on his ticket because he's a really good player. And yeah, that Boston game, he took over and scored those two goals and led us to that crazy comeback. Marshawn missing the puck that was nuts. But for the people calling out the Myers and Sanheim pair, I thought they looked really good against LA. Like, I think they were the best defensive pair on the ice because I don't think Matt Niskan looked very good against the LA Kings. That's that's what a young, promising pair is. It's one game on the road, they'll have their break. They're young, you know what I mean? They'll have their mistakes, and then yeah. some games you'll see their dominance. That's the thing with this They're team learning. that I don't think people realize. Like, we sat here, and even me and you sat here, and we called for all these young kids to come up and play. But the, this is what a, this is what comes with young kids playing. Like, mistakes and going through that comes with all these, like, Myers is what, 21, 22? Sandheim's 22. Provy's 21, 22. Like they, we have a very young defense, so we got to be as much as Goal, I... Goaltender, 21. I know. As, <laughs> I know. As much as I, as people don't want to hear me say this right now, but you got to be patient. 
the fan base does not want to be patient with this team. But in reality, we have a very, very young decor. And I kind of just realized this. I didn't realize how young we actually were. I realized this maybe, a, I mean, I knew how young they were, but. Up and down the line. Yeah. They are young. A week ago, I was like, fuck. I was like, Sanheim is very young. Provy's just, he plays beyond his years, but he's still kind of, he's still a baby in terms of NHL defenseman age. Like, the NHL def- defenseman age don't, like, you don't. Start playing your best hockey to like what twenty five, twenty six, maybe. I say even older. Yeah, for yeah. defense, I say like twenty eight, twenty nine. So I mean, Mark Freeman coming up playing very sound hockey. I thought Freeman looked really good, and I wouldn't yeah. have been mad if he played instead of instead of Hag. But people were saying he want they want them him playing in front of Myers. I mean, we only saw Freeman for a handful of games, and you're already already ready to throw him ahead of Myers, ahead of San. Like people were calling for Sandheim to go down. Uh, I I don't understand the logic behind that. <laughs> Saying I shouldn't be going anywhere, but I do agree. I think Freeman should have got a longer look. I he's definitely better than Robert Hag. So give me a Provinsky, Meyer Sanheim, and then Braun Freeman kind of pair. Like give me that. That's better yeah. than a Hag. I just think it's AV. Like even though Hag hasn't even been playing, Bay. Like, Braun coming back from injury. I think AV is like all right. We got Braun coming back. Yeah. You know, I'll I'll take Hag, the guy who's been here all year. Hag hasn't played played bad this year either, so it's I, good to know. Like if someone gets hurt, though, we have got that yeah. guy. We, this won't him, be the last you'll see of him. No, absolutely not. Him being him looking as as good as he did in the, in the handful of games that we saw him makes other players expendable. Honestly, in my opinion, makes Ghost expendable. Obviously, For makes sure, Hag expendable, and even makes Braun expendable. To be honest, so. We'll see where that goes. Like I, like you just said, that's not definitely not the last that we'll see of Mark Freeman this year. He definitely impressed. He looked good. Some, something I wanted to, I wanted to go off your point about how like the fans are like impatient. Like we've we've been saying it all all season so far, but we can agree that this year is supposed to be like a knock on the window, right? Yeah, hundred. Like, like it's 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 at the end of the year. You playoffs. want like this team is knocking on the window. Like suppose they lose. After a like game seven first round or losing the second round or something, you'd be like, "All right, they're a young team yeah. and they have just knocked on the window. Mm-hmm. Next year they open it." Yeah, absolutely. you know what I mean. Th- this year for us was make the playoffs, and it still is for me. It's, Knock it's on the window, make Let's the go. playoffs. Let people know that you're here. These young guns are going to be here for a while, and make a little run. Like I, I want a good round one series. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, playoffs are bust is basically where it is for me. If we don't make the playoffs, then there's some fucking problems. If we don't make the playoffs, people will go. That was the title of our first yeah. episode. <laughs> yeah. Playoffs are bust. Like yeah. you've been saying. That. It's true. It's true. If we don't make the playoffs this year, people will go. We will not this this team will not be the same next year if we do not make the playoffs cuz this this roster is a roster. Yeah, is a rock. This roster is a playoff roster. You need to get Konechny. You, you need to get Provy. You need to get Carter. Need to get all these guys some, like I I know TK and Provy went to the playoffs, but like they they didn't really play that team as a whole wasn't good in that playoffs. So if you give them a good young team, I want them to get playoff experience. I want them to see what it takes to win, so that maybe next year, they yeah. maybe they get someone over the off season, they get a nice little free agent. You come back, windows open, and like they know what it takes to free win. free agents, prospects developing, prospects coming up. You know what I mean? Just all of that. Give me Sean, Mr. Playoff, a chance to shine. Give Sean Couturier a chance to do what he does in the playoffs. All the man does is show up in playoff games. We were just talking about that a little Biggest bit Biggest moments. Biggest moments. 
we were just talking. This man has two hat tricks against the Penguins in the playoffs. His first year in the NHL when he was a rookie, he had a hat trick. Him and Drew had Dude, the he's an eight-year veteran on he's this a, team, and he's 26. Know, That's freaking ridiculous. And then he had the hat trick a couple years ago when Gudis lost us the game. That game. Fuck Gudis. <laughs> Dude, if it wasn't for Gudis, like we would be talking about that game. Like that's the game. Could Sorier put the team on his back and force with a torn the game MCL? Seven. Yeah, with, yeah. And then Gudis did that that in practice too. Gudis. Oh my god, he did! I forgot <laughs> yeah. about that. He fucking hurt him. Dude, you know Couturier fucking hated Gudis, dude. Oh my god! I cannot god. wait for Gudis. I remember to hearing leave. about that too. Yeah, like Gudis getting, did oh, it in practice. It's so annoying. Because you know he saw Couturier along the boards, and you know Gudis, he's a freaking caveman. He's probably like. <laughs> I hit Couturier and just killed the guy. I love Gudis, though. Like, he was fun. <laughs> yeah, no, he's awesome. If, he, if he's playing on your team, he, he really was an awesome guy to root for. But He's just one of them guys that, like, shit. reminds us of a bad era. You yeah, know what I mean? Yeah. Like, when I think of Braden Shen, I think of bad era, although he's a good player. It's weird, you know? But like, I think about when he was here, he was inconsistent, and the team sucked. Yeah, but when Steve Mason, like, you think of good goalie, terrible fucking team in front of him. Like, yeah. if you take he was Steve elite Mason, some years. Yeah, he's straight the up why we elite. Playoffs some year. He single handedly would take us to the playoffs, but that's a long time ago. We're here now, and where were we this time last year, Danny? January twentieth of two thousand nineteen. Where were the Flyers at? I am very glad you asked that question because the Flyers. <laughs> I don't even want to hear it because the Flyers were twenty. 23 and 6 at this point. Like, see, everyone keeps saying, even my, myself included, sometimes like you see the team at the ninth seed and you're like, why is this more of the same? They're 26, 17, and 6. They were at this point last year 20, 23, and 6. So it's clearly not the same. Yeah, it's it, just the East this year East got insane. incredibly better than they already were. The, the East is insane, dude. We have 58 points. If we were in the West right now, Edmonton's in the, in the number two spot. They have 57. I, 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 every year I always it's look so at the West weird. and I go, oh, if only the, the Flyers were in there. But, dude, the East is insane. Three <laughs> points away from that third Metro spot. It's neck and oh, neck. Oh, we're here, though. dude. Yeah. We're, we're, we're here, man. This is going to be a playoff race. From here till April, it's playoff race, man. It's, it's going to be fun. Strap in. Let's go, dude. 26, 17, and 6. It's a complete turnaround from last year. Nine One games year? above 500. One year? We knew this roster was better than what it was. I mean, maybe it's. It's not Stanley Cup contending, but we knew that this roster was better than twenty twenty three and what six. Yeah, yeah, like we come on twenty six seventeen and six is an improvement. I want, I want the pen. I think we're gonna win against the Penguins at home. I mean, last time really we played do. them was the fucking blowout, right? Yeah, I, I just I have a. I usually don't have good feelings that often when it yeah. comes to the Flyers. I don't know why I have a great feeling too. about this game. I have a feeling like. This is gonna be fun. Oh, forget about us getting trampled last time we versed the Penguin. This is a this is the last game before the All Star break against your biggest probably yeah your first game rival. of a home and home. So you're gonna see them again. You gotta come out and be ready to be ready to play. You have you gotta to. defend home ice. You gotta get out to an early lead and hold it. I'm telling you, this one's gonna be fun, dude. Yeah, I'm excited. I'll tell you, this time. is this is the game where Couturier, TK, Proby, all these guys. They're all gonna wake up. Those are and probably it's be the fun. three main dudes on the team right now. If it, all right, we'll do four because I think Voracek's got to be there. Voracek's been awesome. Dude. I, I want to get to Voracek in a second for sure. So the, the the main three guys that you would look to step up for you in a playoff game, play playoff kind of atmosphere. Like honestly, I think tomorrow's gonna be would be Konechny, Provi, and Katuria. Would be those three guys. I can't wait to see Konechny in meaningful playoff games. 
the way he's playing right now, you know what I mean? He's going to be electric in the playoffs. So is Couturier. Couturier is always yeah. – Couturier is electric, dude. Couturier, he's going to throw the body in the playoffs. Like, mm-hmm. It's going to be fun. No, it's going to be tomorrow, really fun. Tomorrow especially is And maybe Rubustov plays, my guy. Maybe. I'm actually kind of excited to see him get called up, to be honest with you, because I know he's been playing really good hockey in Lehigh. So getting, getting to see him get a chance is going to be fun. We know he has skill. It's time for these draft picks that we've drafted year, years and years ago to start giving us production. I'm so tired of these other teams getting production so quick from their uh, from their prospects. It's time for this kid Fucking to... Fucking Brian Rust for the Penguins has 21 goals. Brian Rust has 21 goals. Give me a, a guy like Brian Rust on our team that can score 21, and we're in a metro our spot. Our highest goal scorer is 17, and he's, he's Travis Konechny. Like, we don't have... I'm gonna say this again. We do not have a pure goal scorer. Yeah, we're like we're team. a committee team. James like Van like is not that. I'm sorry. But th- at the same time, there's also something to be said for a team that wins games and doesn't have that. It, like it's it's by committee. Like it's by, everyone yeah, for steps sure, committee, up. But could you imagine if we had like a player that just pots goals? Like a Pasternak. Like a pot. Yeah, We'd be first. We'd be first in the East if we had Pasternak. Who has 21 goals for the Penguins? Brian Rust. Yeah, give me a Rust. I, I, he would have somebody for that 21. would be the lead on our team. Lead, yeah, Brian that, Rust. That's what I'm trying to convey. Brian here. Rust. That's what I'm trying to say right now. Like Brian he, Rust. <laughs> Anthony Duclair would be leading our team by like ten. Yeah. James Neal is probably leading our team. I don't know what he's at, but he started leading, like eleven in like seven games. The leading goal scorer in Lehigh is Greg Carey with twelve. That's five less. Phantoms sucked they, this year. They, yeah, they're really bad. <laughs> They're really bad. Yeah, what's up with that? I don't know. Kind of scares me a little bit at these. But Rubustov, in 28 games played with the Phantoms this year, he has two goals, ten assists for 12 points. He's a minus two. How many games played? He's played 28. He got hurt in his shoulder. Remember? Yeah, but those are games played. So like, those aren't like the games he missed. You know what I mean? Yeah, 28. Ooh. Frost has played 25, and Frost has eight goals, ten assists, 18 points. So Rubustov's played more games than um. Than Frost, but Frost has about six more points. Frost also has some NHL points to his belt too. You know? True. So yeah. yeah, you can honestly, if you want to add two, uh, yeah, two more goals to Frost's. Like I don't know, would you count the NHL points with his AHL? Like, I don't know. Is it, it counts for something. It's the same year, right? I guess. Yeah, 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 yeah it counts count for it. something. All right, so, if anything, they're like NHL goals, kind of more impressive. Yeah, I mean, yeah. if anything, Frost has twenty plus points now. If we're gonna add the NHL points into it, but. I'm definitely excited to see Rabustov come up. I know he's been playing consistent hockey with the Phantoms. Hopefully, he can come up and do more than Verbi. Verbi have did. I'm I'm sure I can call you up, and you would do more than Verbi have did. Put me on a line with Coots. Put put you, thirty points. Put me on a line with Coots and Voracek. I'm I'm potting you two a game, dude. Ooh, ooh. I'm glad you said Voracek because <laughs> I I want to <laughs> issue my official like statement apology to Jake Voracek. Yeah, official <laughs> Liberty Yell. Apology yeah. to Jake Voracek. He's got me blocked. He's been he's had me blocked for a while, but you know what? I don't care if he has me blocked, man. If he's playing like this, block me all you want, dude. We haven't seen Voracek play like this in how long? Dude, he's he was so dude. good, like, bro. Like us giving him shit was warranted because he just didn't look good. He when admitted he gave him himself. Shit. Yeah, like yeah. so. But definitely an apology. He's been the best flyer of maybe other than Couturier and Provorov because I think those two have been playing lights out all year. He's been the best flyer on the ice. He's been better than Claude Giroux. Hands down. Easily. Hands down. Easily. And it's not I hate close. That. I hate him. And it's that. not close. 
Because we both came into the, this year thinking Drew was going to snap. I thought Drew was going to have a good year. Drew, your hot take, I'm sure you'll say it later, but yeah, Vertex's been better than Drew. 100%. Ever since he said, uh, I think I got my swagger I I back. Got my swagger Dude, back. he's been, like, his goal against St. Louis, that's vintage Vortex vintage. right there. Absolute vintage. Yeah. Bro, like, I saw him make that move because I didn't watch the game live. I saw him make that move. I was like, yeah, he's he's just playing good hockey right yeah, now. Yeah, dude. Like, the, to have the like Vorchek usually doesn't have the patience to do that, to to hold back, go backwards, dangle around a guy, then top left cheese. Like I was screaming, it was awesome. It was a gr- terrific goal from Vorchek. He has thirty seven points. He's tied for third on the team with thirty seven points. He has nine goals, twenty eight assists, thirty seven points, and forty nine games played. Give me that all day, absolutely all day. He's been awesome. He had two assists against Boston. He had a goal and assist against. I mean, he had just a goal against uh, the Blues, but yeah, he it was the he, overtime winner though. Yeah, it was the overtime winner. So, but think about this: from this, uh, from the Anaheim game that was December 29th, all the way up to the Vegas game that was January 2nd. So, three games. He had a three-game stretch right there where he had he had two goals and two assists against the Ducks. Then he came back December 31st at LA. Had two assists and two points against L.A. I'm sorry, he did not have two goals against the Ducks. He had two assists. Then he went back to Vegas January 2nd. In Vegas, had two assists there. So he had six points in three games from the Vegas Kings and Ducks game. That's that's awesome. That's exactly what we've been asking for. Consistent, consistent points. The Arizona games, he didn't have a point. Then he came back against Carolina, had an assist. Washington-Tampa game, he had zero points. Then came back against Boston, had two assists. Had a goal, the overtime goal against St. Louis. Didn't have anything against Montreal. Or didn't have anything last night against the Kings either. But I thought he had a pretty good game last night. The whole team played good last night. So, yeah, Voracek's been awesome. For so, sure. Voracek's in high gear. Yes. Hayes is in high gear. We're hoping after that game, JVR's kind of getting back into gear. Yeah. But he's always been streaky. When's Drew going to get in gear? That's if if he gets in gear right now, I think the team's going to go on a roll. He has to. There's... <laughs> is it is it the power play thing? Is it the fact that he's not in his spot? Because at a certain point, it's like your Claude Giroux make points. That on the is damn where power most play. of his points would come from, though. Would be the power play. So somebody could definitely make an argument saying that the fact that Drew doesn't have a lot of points this year is because he's just not where he's supposed to be on the power play. I could definitely see the argument for that because that's he's been easily one of the best power play producers in the last decade on that side. You know what I mean? Like him, Ovi on that side is just the, the couple people that I think of since 2000. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, now Drew's definitely got to pick it up, man. We need more from Drew. He just doesn't look good. Just to see him just pucks bouncing off his stick. He seems out of position sometimes. Slower. He seems he slower. Yeah. Maybe this break will help him. And honestly, maybe this break will help Mitniskanen too because Mitniskanen didn't look good against LA. I mean, he, he got walked around. One thing I yeah he did that was walked kind of bad. Right, we'll we'll get into Niskanen a little bit. I think Niskanen is fine though. Yeah, no, no, I do. I just um, maybe this break will help him in terms of energy because he sure. he looks like he's kind of dead. He is an older guy though. So is G. So, um, this is this is weird. I I don't like to use this as a maybe a reason for why but do you think him having a kid in august late august no. right before training camp newborn kid dude i mean i mean i don't know i mean he, he his wife lives in philly his wife's taking care of the baby i, 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 
I don't know. It, it's not even so much as like he's tired. It's he's just, just like a lot on his mind. Maybe. On his mind. Maybe. maybe. Yeah. I mean, being a being a first time dad is. I mean, I don't know. I, I don't know that personally, but I'm sure there's some level of stress to it. Yeah, for sure. I mean, when I look at his point totals right there, like that's not terrible, but that's not. Well, it's not. That's G. not him. Yeah. yeah. I mean, 13 goals. If I were to start this this podcast and ask you how many goals do you think Claude Giroux has, you are you telling me 13? Because I don't. I didn't think he had 13 goals. Half of those goals are assisted by TK. Dude, yeah, half of them are literal birthday gifts from TK. Like, <laughs> here you go, bud. Carolina, that pass was just ridiculous. Like, How about the one it? against the Maple Leafs yeah. when he sent it right in the slot to him? Yeah, just... That, here's what I want to say about Drew. I don't think he's looked bad, but I just don't think he's looked good. He's just looked weird this season, to it, be honest. If he turns on his... If he turns on his Drew shit, like his <laughs> three-point night, four-point night, if he, if he turns that shit on right now... Team's gonna be real hot. I wrote a Drew stat down on our outline. I don't know. Can you find it? Oh yeah, you said his last goal was in Vegas, January second, and you also said he has seven two point nights in forty nine games. Yeah. So his last goal was January second against Vegas, and then he scored in LA, December thirty first too. So, think. Of, oh my God, his goal before that, his last goal before that Vegas game, January second, was December seventeenth against the Ducks. So Jesus he went. Christ. He went one, two, three, four, five, almost six games without a five five games without a goal. So I don't know. You just expect more from your captain, goals, especially I goals agree. wise, man. I, I'm thinking like the second half of the year, especially if the team's like in a playoff spot. I'm thinking he turns it up. He will. He will. Yeah. He's Claude Drew. We have all the confidence in Claude Drew, and this is us. In no, we're not dissing Claude Drew. We're not trying to yeah. start shit with anybody. Calling Claude Giroux trash or anything. We love G, but we just think we need a little bit more from him for sure. And and the hot take that you were talking about earlier is that I said he hasn't been in gear all year. Like he he hasn't, he hasn't scored in eight games. He like, looks like he's still like warming up, kind of. Yeah, and he, it's like we need more from him. He, he, you haven't scored in eight games, and you're the you're the captain of this team. You're the best. Pl- oh, never mind. <laughs> I think Couturier is the best player on the team, but you're one of the best players on the team. Eight no goals in eight games is just I need more from you. I also sure. I want to see more assist too. Uh, yeah, I just he's usually an assist I, machine. Yeah, I just enjoy holding everybody accountable, and I'm not, you know what I mean. You hold everybody accountable, even the captain. Even. It's good that the team's winning though, because like sure. imagine if yeah. you imagine if this was the case and the depth wasn't that good. Like I said, I bad. have all all the most confidence in Claude turning it around. I guarantee you, he scores tomorrow. That's my hot take. That'd be fuck, awesome. for the end, fuck the end of the episode. My my hot prediction is a Claude Giroux goal tomorrow against the uh, the Ducks, against the Penguins, right in fucking like right in Crosby's face, <laughs> right against Matt Murray. Danny, give it to me all day. I bet James Arnie's like with twenty eight points. The dude that we've been trashing all year with twenty eight, thirteen goals, eh. fifteen assists, seven million. <coughs> kind of expect, kind of expected. <laughs> No, for kind of sure. want more to be honest, because uh, I see games like, like the other game <laughs> when he gave dimes to Konechny. Yeah, so, and I like where is that every game? So the last time he scored before the LA game was December twenty first at Ottawa. He had two goals. That was the last time he scored. And weren't weren't those the goals that like went off a couple people's skates? And I don't people know. People were like, oh, JVR got bailed out by a skate. But the game against. Against Buffalo before that, December 19th, he had two goals also. So he had a goal against Minnesota December 14th, a goal against Winnipeg December 15th, 
Then he had two goals against Buffalo and Ottawa, December nineteenth and twenty first. Then he went to then he went on a, a a stretch where he just didn't score. And then he scored last night. So yeah, we literally pay Jan Van Riebeck to score a goal. So you need more from him. Absolutely. You just need more goals from him. That L.A. game was beautiful, though. Those two assists were gorgeous. Gorgeous passes. I was, I was like, wait a minute. I was like, Who's, who took James Van Reeves like jerseys? I was like, that Morgan Frost and James Van Reeves like jerseys? <laughs> that little, like, backhand dish was beautiful. Beautiful assist. Dude, he like, he has from... skill. He just can't create his own space. It's like... He's, I sometimes feel like he doesn't keep his feet moving when he doesn't have the that puck. That, too. Because, like, when he has his feet moving, I mean, we've seen that like, he is fast. Like, he has some wheels on him, and he's big. Use that more to your advantage. Keep your feet moving more. <clears throat> but I feel like he bails on shifts. Do you know what that means? Sometimes. Like, do you know what I mean by that? Sometimes. It's yeah, like, no, I definitely like, know like when a, He's soft sometimes. When the cycle game is going, and, like, a guy is just throwing it along the boards just because he's tired and probably wants to get off the... You know what I'm talking about? Like, yeah. You know, like, it always makes me so mad when we have this cycle game going, and a guy does, like, a no-look down around the horn, you know what I mean? Yeah. And that goes to a defenseman, and, like, and we're then it goes out. So there's nobody yeah. on the... Yeah, I know what you mean, for sure. But, like you said, I hopefully the game last night gets JVR going a little bit. For sure. I, I love, really to, see and, love um, to see it. It's time for my bold proclamation now. Uh, yeah, go ahead. I, I think... I think this is where the team turns it up, like, big time. Yeah? And they, like, cement themselves as a playoff team. I don't know. I, I have a, I have yeah, a feeling because... Feeling? Before we took that little nosedive, we looked like a great team. Like, we were playing against great teams very well. Then we took a, a nosedive, and then we beat the best teams in the league, and we're getting hot again. And it just seems like AV has reeled them back in, kind of. Like, the way they played in that L.A. game, I mean, it's L.A., so you can take it with a grain of salt, but they did just beat Boston and Washington and St. Louis. And in those games— And they played right with Tampa. Yeah, seriously, a one nothing game against Tampa. I mean, Carter Hart only letting oh, up one goal against Tampa. Stupid bounce goal. Stu- yeah, like always. I mean, shit. But, like, beat Vasilevsky once, and you, you get a point out of that game against yeah. Tampa. And it's like, I think AV's got him reeled back in. I think they took that nosedive. And this is what good coaches do. Like, Hackstall, they took the nosedive, and he never let them, like, never got them recovered. Yeah. I think they are recovered now. And I think this game against the Penguins, if they win it, will be such a huge confidence booster sure. that I think they come Going back the after break. the All-Star yeah. break. With a healthy Carter Hart, they go back to Pittsburgh and they they own Pittsburgh in that building. Ooh, so, Danny, I'm like, loving let's, the confidence let's coming see. from you, man. I, let's I, see. I, I'm not ready to go on that boat until we win on the road, man. Honestly, I'm not ready to say that this team's back until they just win on the road. I mean, I know we beat the Blues in St. Louis in overtime, but I, I I need to see more consistency on the road before I'm ready to be like, oh, this team's back. But it's like they, they've been good on the road against East teams, not know, West though. I know, and they don't have they have like what two more road West matchups so it's all east yeah, yeah. time to reel it in yeah yeah for sure but like you still gotta win those games you still gotta go out and beat teams you know what i mean like, if, if they win four excuses. of those west coast games they're it's different like, second in the metro yeah, like we're we're definitely in the playoff picture just like i said i'm i'm i definitely agree with you we did we did just beat the best east teams in the league bottom line boston capitals and we beat the best west team on the, the best road. west team we went toe-to-toe with tampa like I agree with you, but yeah, you want you, you want to see it on the road. The road struggles still are kind of annoying. But the, so yeah, the best thing is is they don't go on a road trip of yeah, more than awesome. more than two games until like late February. Yeah, we like, we did that already. Yeah, you know I mean like the the crazy road schedule we had in the beginning of the year. I'm so glad that the boys are like home yeah. now. And, like, so it's just on. like hold your own on the road, get yeah. home, win them games at home. But like at the same time, 
you win those games on the road yeah. and you play like you do at home, you're in you're, you're top in the yeah. East. Like I I love your optimism though, for sure. I can definitely hop on board with that. I'm sure some after the All Star break too. Yeah. After the All Star break is when that when the team with who Carter comes back, back after the All Star break. Like, does this team look different after the All Star break? You know what I mean? It's, is it, the, it is a week off. Is the AHL All Star break at the same week? I want to say yes, because I know Man, that's I remember, kind of annoying. Remember when they announced Frost making the All Star team? I remember. I don't know why, but I remember January 26th being the date. Shit. So is that like next week? That's, yeah, I, uh, that's yeah. when we come back, right? But yeah, we come back like the 29th, 30th. But yeah, why you want Frost back up? I, w- I was hoping that the team gets like a week and a half off for the All Star break. Maybe the Phantoms played like four or five games. Chuck has all the time. The team's on break. He has all the time. He goes out there. He watches them for those four to five games, and he lights it up. Maybe he's back by the game in Pittsburgh. But if the All Star break for them is at the same time, Morgan Frost might not be here until like. I don't know. Honestly, I can't put it like. Remember earlier in the year when I was like, he'll be here before Thanksgiving, and he yeah. was. And I don't. I don't have a concrete. I don't have like confidence he will be back up. Yeah. I, so, just to answer your question, Phantoms play Wednesday, and then they play Friday, Saturday, and then they're off till the next Friday. So All Star break's got to be. Yeah. So uh, a couple. So that's a be, couple games. That's yeah, like three games. Yeah. It's still. It's still a couple. It's three. It's three games. Yeah. yeah. And then he'll go in the All Star break, and then he'll play the thirty first. So, yeah, maybe, maybe, maybe. I mean, there's a reason why they call Rubustov up instead of him. Yeah, that, you got a really good point with Rubustov that. Rubustov has just been playing. I heard he's been playing really good overall hockey. He looked like the best overall player there. And honestly, give me that all day. Whoever's playing the best over there, like, we need to win hockey games. So, give me Rubustov. If he gives us the best chance to win, I'm on board for sure. So they gave an update on Patrick. Yeah, and they, they said optimism, they, huh? We thought it was gonna be all. We all thought it was gonna be that announcement that he's yeah, like, like out he's for the done. year, yeah. but they're mm. still like expressing confidence that he will be back. And that's gotta January. be a good sign, it's right? Good sign. That it's January, and there's and, and 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 Chuck's not completely shutting shutting down the idea of him coming back. It's a very good sign. To, oh my god, we get Patrick back. Yeah, I loved hearing that. If we get Nolan Patrick back to play some hockey for us, fuck. And then Limblom's gonna come back and beat that fucking cancer, man. I, I can't wait, man. He's Oscar Strong. But if we get Nolan back, man, it opens up everything for sure. That's our three C right there. I know people are worried about him getting like back to par, but I think like two weeks of conditioning and he's back there. If anything, he's he'll be well rested <laughs> for the playoff run. You know what I mean? <laughs> I love the optimism <laughs> oozing from you, today, Danny. I'm, feel, I'm feeling good about the team. Watching that game against the Kings, I was like, this is how you handle a bad team. Yep. They look like they're roping it in. They handle the good teams. They handled the bad team. The game like Alex Lyons and Net back to back, whatever yeah. you. Sometimes you lose those games like against Montreal. I just yeah, he, I feel like they're back. He he did let a couple goals, and I'm just like, okay. If if Elliot I think he, I think he lost them that game. I know they scored one goal, but like the goals that they were just deflating. Like the goals that went in against sure. them, they're like watching the game. I was like, come on, man, yeah, give Montreal me a damn save. Always plays us hard. I feel like Montreal always skates around us sometimes. I mean, we beat them in Montreal. We beat them at home, OT. too. Yeah. Uh, yeah, we did. But yeah. I, did, I just feel like they always play us hard. You know what I mean? For sure. Yeah, they do. But on to the next. We beat the best teams in the league, and we're still going to talk about that because it, it, it's it's nothing to gloss over, I, I don't think. No? No, like it's awesome. Yeah, like because they did it earlier in the year, too. Boston? Yeah. They did it earlier in the year. They beat Boston earlier in the year, in and then the they beat them now. So they beat them the beginning of the year. A lot of people are like, because you know a lot of teams get hot at the beginning of the year, and they kind of go off. 
They beat the good teams in the beginning of the year. They're beating the great teams in January. There's no reason why they can't beat the great teams in April if they beat them in September and in January. It's a great... Honestly, I was going to tweet this out, but like I didn't want to fight with anybody or like get into any kind of exchange, but... I was like, can the playoffs just start now so we can just start versing East teams every fucking game? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, we, we, we're beating these these best teams in the East, and I'm just like, give me the playoffs now so we don't have to go out West or we don't have to go play the Blues unless we're playing in the Cup. You know what I mean? Like, the, give the, me the playoffs. The Penguins are our, like, dragon, dude, that we, that dude, we need to winning, slay right now. They were now. winning hockey games without, without Crosby. That's so scary. Like I, I want to win this game so bad yeah, dude, because I, they, I want this game. they wiped us early in the year. Like going into this year, I was talking shit how the Penguins are going to decline, that the Flyers are going to be good. If the Flyers come out the gate swinging in this game, so that they they've beaten Boston, St. Louis, Washington, if they go out and beat Pittsburgh on their home ice, well, I'm cool with that. You're going to be seeing red. <laughs> I will be seeing red because then they go back to Pittsburgh. I, I just have like a whole. This is gonna feel like the playoffs, kind of like these two games, because yeah, a home and sure. home, like against Pittsburgh, crazy too. shit always happens in a home and home, mm-hmm. like because because you, you see the team the next yeah, matchup, so was... you know some penguins gonna hit G, and then going into that game we're gonna be like, oh shit, Stool playoff pang. game, yeah, we're, <laughs> getting, we're getting our revenge. Put Stewart in, it's like no, I'll do that. Um, Honestly, I would rather have Curtis Gabriel. He can fight too. He's just he's more skilled than than, than Chris Stewart. I haven't heard much of him this year. Like you said in the beginning of the year, it was a, it, it was a nice thing for Chuck to do that and sign him to that deal. <laughs> they're, they're good buddies. He he took care of him for a year. I honestly don't think Stewart should play again for the Flyers. Like, unless probably, there's injuries. Yeah, unless there's injuries, obviously. But like, he's definitely not the first call-up like, from the Phantoms unless... Unless AV really wants a dude to go throw hand, like if something really happens in a game, like so, like TK gets mugged by somebody, and then the next time we verse him, yeah, send Stewart out there. But like right now, I think Curtis Gabriel is a better option than Stewart, skill wise, and Curtis Gabriel. We've seen Curtis Gabriel beat up Flyers before, so I'm game for Curtis Gabriel to get a call up if like that's the last option. If Morgan Frost looks at that bad, and I even liked Andrioff better than Stewart. Kinda. No, I did. I, I swear, <laughs> I, mean, to, I did. I mean, yeah, better than Stewart. Yeah. Better than Stewart for sure, but there was a couple games where Andrioff wasn't that bad. I don't I'm want telling to see you, see Andrioff in the Flyers uniform again. Nah, I mean, me neither, for sure. You know what that means? That means the Flyers are a boring team if Andrioff's playing right now. I mean, maybe not the fourth line, but he was playing like three C, and I was like, when does this fucking end? Dude? Yeah, when I'm done with Alex Lyon already. Bro. After that one game, we're gonna, we're gonna do ah, just seeing his name though. We might not see him again. Yeah, we probably won't, to be honest with you. And But Good seeing rings. his name on the recall and, like, when they announced he was starting that night, I was like, "Yeah, I this shit more... feels like Hackstall, man. Alex Lyon in that. I want more depth. Is Sandstrom playing in the AHL? Nah, he went down to the ECHL earlier oh, in the year. He's battling down there. Yeah. The, Roaring, the, the Reading the, the Royals. Royals. The Reading yeah. Royals. Damn. I was just like, call fucking Sandstrom. Like, just the name's better, dude. You know, just, yeah, just seeing know. Sandstrom. I'd, I'd be more confident in Sandstrom. But... Like, if Sandstrom would have played that game against Montreal, I probably wouldn't be bitching as much because Lyon just like he just has that hackstall scent to him. But <laughs> pull up the Q and A. Let's get it. Let's get this mail. Yeah, let's get bag the Q and A going, guys. We appreciate all the questions you guys have been sending us. Q and A's are actually probably one of our favorite things to do on this show. We've had a pretty good time doing. It. I'd say honestly, I'd say it's my favorite. Yeah, I love answering questions and by the way just to shout out the followers we have a we have a thousand fifty one followers now so thank you guys for everything um i know we haven't thanked you guys in in one of the podcasts in a while but you guys mean a lot to us we appreciate especially if i mean a thousand fifty one followers we just joined in april it's, it's, it's a dream come true to talk to you guys on the timeline honestly it's very fun 
I wake up every day looking forward to it. I don't know. I don't know about Danny, but I know I definitely look forward yeah, dude, to talking I love, to you guys. I love just going on the account and, and just seeing. getting the the feel of the whole fan base because we we follow and for the most part we kind of are followed by a lot of Flyers Twitter, you know. Yeah. So we, like yeah. our account, our like our timeline, all of that. It's just it's kind of I love it. It's like a, a place where you can just go get a feel for the fan base, sure. especially during games. It's I like it's therapy sometimes love, during yeah, games. It really is therapy sometimes. Sometimes it's just like, all right, that's enough of like the overreacting. But Yeah, yeah. And like there are times where they're losing and I'm like, oh, I don't even want to pull up Twitter right now. Like 4-1 <laughs> on the road. Fuck the team. Yeah, like that Edmonton blowout in the beginning of the year, I, I literally just shut my phone off. The Arizona game? Yo. The Arizona game, it was hard to get us to tweet for that game. <laughs> we were just like, we're just getting wiped. Like yeah. they're just better. The All Kings right. game New Year's Eve, we were just like, fuck like. I know, we got bombed instead. <laughs> All right, question time. Schmuck Fletcher, first question, our boy. How do you guys... How are you guys liking Robert Offensive Dynamo Hag? Four points in his last six games prior to the LA game. Dude, I, I said it um, a couple weeks ago, a couple podcasts ago. I issued my official I was wrong statement about Robert Hag. It, <laughs> issuing a lot of uh, apologies yeah. and statements. Yeah, well, I mean, notice what happens when the, when the coach is good. <laughs> like, all the players you thought that weren't that good are actually surprisingly good. Robert Hag, he's filled in. He's done better. I, I'd, I'd say this. He'd be better than Ghost. Yeah, oh, for, for sure. sure. And he makes like $4 million less that than Ghost. Of a or shot $3 million less Washington? than Ghost. I was like, what? <laughs> that slap shot? Man, I, I tweeted, I said, Robert Hager, Chris Pronger. And people took you seriously. People did take me seriously on that. I don't know why. I've never been one to love Robert Hague. I've always been one to hate him. It's clearly a joke. Why would you take that tweet seriously? That's obviously a joke. Yeah, like Chris he's Pronger not Chris. Yeah, camera. Chris Pronger used to send bombs every game, every power play. Robert Hague did it once. Chris Pronger used to hit the post and dent the post. Dude. You that know how loud that real. shit was so when he loud, hit the post. <laughs> Just laugh. No, but Hague's been awesome. Yeah, an assist against the Blues. Yeah, an assist against the ball in the Boston game. Goal against in the Washington game. That goal was big too. Tied the game up. Yeah, yeah, huge, huge goal. Um, the fucking game, the last road trip game against Carolina in Carolina, he had an assist. So yeah, honestly, he I mean he was a plus three in that game. I know. Love it when he throws his body too. Yeah, for sure. He had five penalty minutes against the Montreal Canadiens. What the fuck, egg? What the fuck, dude. <laughs> no, but like <laughs> offensive dynamo. I'm definitely calling Robert Hag offensive dynamo for now on for sure. I was gonna say OD, but that's kind of a weird abbreviation. <laughs> yeah, don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> don't do that. Thank you for the question, though. Our boy Jamie. The next question, Jamie Martinez. What's up, Jamie? What could be the real reason why the Flyers have struggled so bad on the road this season? Is it the travel getting to them, or is it all psychological? The team's been shit on the road for the last how many years? Decade. Like, it's um <laughs> <laughs> for the last decade they've been shitty on the road, but it's um. I think it's a little bit of everything. I, I I think the travel definitely has something to do with it. Like with the fact, that, dude, they've gotten all of their West Coast, most of them, if like all but two West Coast road games out of the way before January. It's something a little like okay, like they're traveling a lot. Um, not gonna use the Prague thing as an excuse anymore no. because that that's forever ago. I mean, come yeah. on. I I think personally, what happened on that California road trip was Christmas, Christmas break. You come back like they were hot before the break, Christmas break. Sometimes you fizzle out. I think that's what happened. Seriously, I think that Christmas like you get a little lazy on Christmas break, especially afterwards. You don't want to. Do yeah, shit. that sucks because like we were just getting really hot before the Christmas break, and then we had that that long break, and we came back and we just didn't look 
didn't look good. But I think they're reeled in now, dude. That's what I'm saying. Jamie, I really don't know what's wrong with them on the road, man. They're just a completely different team on the road. They just... And we know it's not a coaching thing. Because we see them... It's com- them. No, yeah, it's yeah, them. Yeah. It's not a coaching thing anymore, man. We've gone through too many coaches for it to, for it to still be a coaching thing. It's just a fucking player. Even the record shows it's not a coaching it's thing. It's not coaching yeah. anymore, man. It, it, it's, it's the player. It's on the players just to go out there and, and not let up three fucking goals on the road in the beginning of the game. You know what I mean? Just get up ready to play some hockey. Special on the west on the west coast. Like, I don't know what it is, man. They, they go out partying or something. Does Vorchek have a fucking Hayes. coupon? It's Hayes. Bar? Hayes. Hayes brings them out. Yeah, but they've been trashed for years. Hey, before even Hayes has been here, and we've been trashed on the road, especially in the, on the west coast. So, it's the champagne dawn. <laughs> like I said, Jamie, I'm not ready to. I'm not ready to to, to crown this team back already. Before I see some uh, more consistent play on the road. But thank you for the question. I appreciate you. Next question is a uh, Flyers fan at Grennan Williams 82. said, have you seen a Flyers schedule more ridiculous than this that you remember? Or is this legitimately the worst Flyers schedule you've seen them have? I'm just wondering because I don't know if they've had a tougher schedule than this. But this one's been more crazy than this. Wait. I'm just wondering because I don't know if they've had a tougher schedule that was more crazy than this one. Uh... This one's definitely bad. Yeah, it's really but, bad. But every team has rough schedules in the National Hockey League. You I know? know. I know Chuck Fletcher gathers some information to go to the league with about the schedules. I know that. I know because AV's made a couple of comments on it too. Like I know the team itself, they're kind of like annoyed by it. So I think so many like four games and six nights, three games, four nights. The opening on the West Coast has got to stop. The opening on the road, bro. I feel like we've been it's it's well, they, every they opened on year. like the Eastern Hemisphere, you know? <laughs> yeah. <I> know. <laughs> Let alone the West Coast. We need just give us a fucking game home to start the the season with. Like I I feel like I haven't seen it. I feel, the last time I've, I I know it wasn't this game, but the only time that I can remember us opening up at home was that Vancouver game. The Vancouver game right after that big trade. It was like Drew's team. He Drew made that really cr- cr- crazy uh, throw in in the boards, and then it came out. Pronger scored. I think I think Mazzaro scored too. <clears throat> yeah. I know we opened up at home against the Leaves after that. When yeah, 13-14. But, like, that was, that's a fucking wild. That's six a years ago, ago, dude. And the thing that sucks is that technically the game that we opened with this year, Prague, was a home yeah, game. Yeah, so if so, you go to the league with that, they're, they're going to say, I'm like, dude, the game. fucking game was in Prague, yeah. dude, not South Philly. It wasn't an home game. But I, don't I need to start a season because we're all so excited. Game. Like, especially yeah. on this podcast, we were so excited. It would have been awesome to open against Chicago at, well, at Fargo in, Center. Yeah, dude. Because remember that game against the Devils right after? 4 nothing shutout. Hart robs Taylor Hall. Awesome. Awesome <laughs> game. No, but I've, to answer the question, I don't remember seeing a schedule this bad not this Not this long. bad. Yeah, no. Yeah. No, I, w- I did just say, like, all teams have terrible schedules, but I don't remember seeing, especially for, like, the last eight years, a schedule this and What was it rough. we have, like, ten back-to-backs this year on the schedule or something like that? I remember something AV like complaining. Not, I mean, not complaining about it, but he just kind of pointed it out. Not only that, like, a bunch of West Coast road trips. Like, we got all of our West games out of the way early. Yeah. But like you said earlier... We're done with that now, kind of. Like we don't go on the yeah, wash your hands now. Yeah. February, yeah. Like we're you're home now, so there's no more excuses for this team. This team's got to come out and play, and uh, win fucking hockey games and make the playoffs because that's. I think in terms the of expectation, we- in terms of West Coast teams, I think it's Dallas and Nashville are the two left they have to visit, and both of those games are in late March. That's... So the rest are East road both games. Of them so are you're tough gonna... games too. But like, it's gonna be 
not crazy travel now. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. now is where the schedule kind of, and that is what I'm saying. Like the team's kind of getting reeled in. We're, we're getting in this East coast schedule kind of now, like this Metro schedule. It's going to be fun. It's going to be a fun one. I fight for Oscar. So, so far five players for their have scored their first NHL goal this year. Frost, Farabee, Casa, Bonneman, and NAK. Not sure about the germ and Torensky. If Freeman scores, that's a possible eight. Torensky, uh, Torensky had one score. in that Vancouver game yeah, earlier in the year. Is there any record kept how many players scored their first goals in the first season? Does, it's, that's a good question. It's a very, very good <laughs> question. It's got to be a record. So that's, that's a lot of fucking rookies scoring their first goals in one year. I don't know sure. where like you would find that. You know, like, because there's no hockey reference page for, for first-time for, goal scorers. You just have to that's do your homework. For yeah, sure. that's a very. Uh, we're definitely going to do. A, I'm personally going to do my homework on that question, and I'll definitely uh, tweet back. Yeah, at we'll you. make it sweet about that. But no, to to bring up the rookies scoring, uh, Frost, Fairy, Casa, Bonneman, NAK, it just shows you the the depth we have on on this team now, especially like prospect wise. <laughs> how many guy? How many guys we have for future? Not future reference, but in the future for for trades, whether it's doing that, whether it's calling them up, it's good to see depth. Honestly, they're good to see young young guys possibly be able to be molded into NHL players for sure. You have to think Rupsov and Freeman are going to get one before the year's over too. So that's potentially yeah. like two you're going to have. Freeman had his, had his first assist, but he didn't score a goal. And maybe Germ gets his tomorrow. <laughs> I would love it. Yeah, for sure. Definitely, but, I would love. He's. The kind of guy like you want to see succeed, like Durant? you want to root for him. Yeah, with all the injuries oh, and like sure. the kind of game he plays, like the two way game, he could be a, like a serious help to he this team if he too. figures it out. Yeah, He's silky. Thank you for the question. Uh, this question is from Tommy at Slunkmaster. Who is the Sixers equivalent of Michael Roffle, Ben Simmons, or Joel Embiid? Probably Simmons because Embiid is more injury prone, I guess. Michael Say that Roffle's one again. Equivalent is definitely Mike Scott, not. I, that's what I. That's literally what I was gonna say. <laughs> I was gonna say not Simmons, right? That would be like Coots and Konechny yeah, or something, like for sure. Maybe even uh, like G is one of them. Or something. I would say Mike Scott, Tommy, would be the equivalent for Roffle. Just that dependent yeah, like that older bench guy. man, sixth man, ben, yeah. great locker room dude, hilarious, mm-hmm. yeah. kind of a goon. Perfect yeah. comparison, dude. Good job. Uh, next question is from Flyers fan. I think it's the same. Yeah. My man asked two questions. Grant and William 82. Are we Wait, still... Man, like... Wouldn't Kevin Hayes kind of be Mike Scott? I think, <laughs> I, think <laughs> well, I think Kevin Hayes and Roth were like the same fucking person. They, they kind of so are. They're funny. weird, yeah. It's so weird funny. how, like, scary similar <laughs> yeah, they is. kind of are. But this guy's second Kevin question. Hayes is just like a more skilled Roth. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah it's like, bigger. Yeah. Like, taller, I feel like. This guy asked, are we a Stanley Cup contender right now? No, but we're knocking on the window. Like I said, this that's, that's what this year is supposed to be. This year, yeah, we're not. A we're not gonna. First off, in hockey, you never know. I I don't even. I, hockey's the great. one sport where you can't crown contenders unless yeah. it's Boston, Washington, shit like that. But like, no one was crowning St. Louis a contender in January of last year. Yeah, you know what I mean. So definitely, them winning the cup has given given fan bases like us hope. Yeah, <laughs> that like we can make a make a run at the late stretch of the. Uh, of the schedule, for sure. So, I, I don't think we're a contender right now, but I think we're building one. Not building one in the sense, like, Hextall process years. Like, building one as in, they're making their mistakes, they're finding out how to win. Yeah. Then you go. That's the, no, the knock on the window I'm talking about. Guy. You know oh, I mean? of course. Like, but I think you get that guy dude. when you're ready to for go sure. go for the cup. Yeah, for I mean, sure. That, that goal scorer. 
Like I don't want to. I don't want to get a guy this year if we're like a second round max team kind of thing. You know, like yeah. I w- then I would wait till the off season get that guy. Hey, it then didn't go seem in. like that we're going to be very active on the yeah, on the trade cap market. space. Kind of Chuck's prohibits come us. Out and say that he's not going to make a move unless it makes complete. I mean, he said, kind of sounded like fucking Hextall when he said that. And I was, I'm not going to make a move unless it makes sense and it helps the hockey team. They all now. say that. They, they all, all say that. that. They, uh, Mark Bergevin also said Subban wasn't getting traded. One month later, he got shipped for Weber. So <laughs> it happens. True, but I want to talk about the little trade rumors that are going on right now. The first one I want to talk about is the fucking Jeff Carter one that I've already come out. Yeah, debunk that now. Oh, that's not, that's not legit. No. That, that can't be legit. No, just Get that out. John Clark tweeted it doesn't mean it's legit. Yeah. The dude lives in the airport. <laughs> you know what that probably was? It was probably like, yo, are you shopping Carter? I don't know. What would you give us for him? Uh, just some of our prospects, maybe a pick. Nah, we want uh, Frost or we want Sanheim. Give us one of them guys. No. All right, bye. <laughs> Guarantee that's what happened because no trade happened. I don't even think that happened. Like yeah. the... the oh. In order to get Jeff Carter, first of all, we'd have to dump cap space. He has less goals than Kevin Hayes. No thanks. You know what I mean? <laughs> no thanks, dude. We, we 2010 to... was fun. <laughs> you got your cups, dude. Yeah, just chill. Just the, the idea of bringing another former flyer back. Just, I just, we've been doing that for like the long... Like signing the old guy. Yeah, that would feel like a JVR back. thing. Yeah, yeah. Dude, I'm, I'm completely done with that scenario. And the only way that would be able to happen is if we dump cap with it. So we'd have to send over like who would they take? Who would they take? We'd have to dump JV. Like, would they take JVR? His like, what is Carter's dollars? contract? What it? It's gotta he's be like making, it's gotta be seven he's eight five plus. two. Oh, he's five two. He's okay, five two the next three years. So Jeez, they've had him on a good deal for yes, a while. Yeah, good for them. They got their cups. But but would you still do it? Like, we would have to dump somebody for him. Like, I, no, I wouldn't and, do and it. Even, yeah, and even if like we could do that, I don't even want Jeff Carter. There's better options out there than Jeff, thirty two year old. Carter, former flyer Carter. No, thank you. I don't want anything to do with Jeff Carter. Nope, nope, nope. nope. Yeah, I'm good. There's, no, there's better good. options. I'm yeah, sorry. you can get someone younger. Yes, dude, call up Ottawa. You know, you know they have snags right now. They are a walking fire sale, like a flea market, <laughs> but but with good items. It's like the flea market you go to, and it has like a hidden painting from freaking Picasso <laughs> worth like a million. You know what I mean? It's like you go there. They're dude, shipping. We talked about Ottawa. They've literally given away an all-star team, dude. Like, Mark Stone. Carlson, Hoffman for peanuts. For what? Like Demello? Like I can't. Ben Bishop. They had Ben Bishop too. Oh my god! I know. Uh, this question is from Flyers Vision. They had Chara too, I think. At one point, at some like when he was young, young young, though. Yeah. yeah. This question is from Flyers Vision. He goes, ah, finally, I didn't miss one of these. So my question is, down the stretch, are we going to see some pieces moved around? Maybe trade for someone. If so, who and why? So we kind of just talked about this. Honestly, I don't think that we're going to be making many moves. I don't think we're going to be active. And even if we do make a couple of moves, I think it's going to be minor moves. I think it'll be Gostasbear. Like, yeah, minor moves. Yeah, I think like, AV has... It's so obvious AV doesn't really trust him. You know what I mean? Like, there's been He multiple... hasn't earned his trust. Yeah, yeah. Agreed. Like, AV's had some comments. Like, we need to get him into the player we know he can be. He's been saying that all year. Um, Half of it's just him trying to like instill confidence in Ghost. Like, hey, I know the kind of player you are. Like, get that going again, you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. I, I kind of like AV. He's not calling him out with the media, but he's, like, kind of saying, come on, dude, I know kind of the kind of player you are. Is he back after uh, the break? <laughs> yeah, there's a possibility he is, for sure, yep. And, I don't know, we talked about Freeman making him expendable, but even though I agree with the people saying that Freeman looked good, are you ready to trade? I mean, I know people are definitely ready to trade Ghost, 
But you're ready to trade Ghost after seeing a guy for a handful of games. You know what I mean? Like, I'm sure people are ready to fucking... Like, I'm sure people are ready in their Ubers to drive Ghost to the fucking airport. If Ghost and a pick can get me a, a guy who would potentially lead this team like in who, goals... Though? Like, who are we talking about and, like, where is he slotting in? I mean, Who's if he's good to, enough, he, you know we'll find I mean? a spot for him, but... For, oh, for sure, but I like, don't know. I just don't know where you're fitting anybody in. Like, is Fair Fairby going to go down if you send somebody? No. Nah. Who's going to go down? Fairby's going to be up. Yeah. Go ahead. Yeah. Send him down. Like, I don't know. If you go out there, suppose they got, like, a like an Anthony C. or Duclair. Like, suppose they got, like, a, a, a guy like that. I mean, he's got a play. I mean, I know Knack earned his spot, but if you get a big-time acronym, oh, yeah, he's exceeding sure. I don't think Knack's, uh, Knack's looked okay. yeah. He hasn't looked. But if they get a deadline, Pete, there's a spot for him. Oh, for sure. But I just don't think we're making a move. We don't have cap room. Like, yeah, we're, yeah. We're, like to, in order for us to make a move, we're going to trade. I mean, that would be the way that we would fill it in because we would we would trade an active player, obviously. So that's how we would slot in. I just answered my You never question. know, though. You know, I mean, about we would the, have to. Other way, would we make a trade? No, no. I mean, like you never know if they'll make a move. Oh yeah. I yeah, mean, yeah, like yeah. I don't think they will, but like. I don't know. They could. They could turn it on. Suppose like what, they win like seven of the next eight before like the deadline. I don't yeah, know. Maybe like, they do. I don't, I don't know. know. Like what move right now is putting this team over the edge? It just, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like it's just not happening. I, I wonder right who's now. available. Yeah. Like, like the, the, Tony, right now, whoever's available is not the player that's going to put this team in the cup. You know what I mean? Like I just don't think right now is the time to. If they are to get someone, trade. It's got to be a guy with some term left, and still kind of young. Yeah. So that he, absolutely. So that like. When we do like knock on the window, like I said, next year he comes back still, on the yeah. deal and he plays as a part of the team. Honestly, not like per- a one-year rental thing. No, I don't know. No, no way. I'm yeah. doing that. Personally, this is my opinion. I think two to th- two things are going to happen. Two or three things. We're going to trade Ghost for like just picks, a small trade. We're not going to do anything, or a big trade that nobody saw coming, that nobody had any rumors about, nobody had any inkling about, is going to happen. You never new regime. You never know. Yeah. I, Chuck has shown previously that he's willing to make that make that call, but he hasn't showed it with the Flyers yet, so maybe he's learned his lesson with other teams, not make that big move, you know what I mean? But we'll see. We'll see. I think he the also sees nine fun. games above 500. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Like I said, like this team isn't, that kind of play, you know, what I mean? a team's not that rental player away from winning the cup. So why make the move? It's a plus twelve difference. Yeah, if you think of it, like a plus twelve game win difference from last year at this point, it's they were three games below five hundred. They're now nine above. That's like a twelve game. That's a plus twelve difference. Yeah, that's twelve from games year to year. of Flyers Twitter bitching. Yeah, <laughs> seriously. What's the expectation for this team now with all that's going on? Wild card. Honestly, no. If Third Dan- Metro. Yeah, if Danny, like Danny said, if this team can go on a run, and I mean they're playing home, like they're playing close to home now, like they're not going on this West Coast trip. Yeah, yeah. I can see them making a run. I can see them be ahead of the wild card, like Danny just said. I've been saying this all year, and like it's it's kind of bit me in the ass so far. I've been saying the Islanders, they're not going to keep this up. They're not going to keep this up. I think down the stretch, like they're they're still going. I think they'll still make the playoffs, but I don't think they're going to hold on to that third Metro spot right there. Because they, they had like a 15-point advantage over the uh, the team below them at one point. And now they're just – they had like – remember they had like five games in hand, like five games less played than us? Yeah. So it was like we would get within two points, but they played five less games. Now it's it's 48-49, and it's a three-point difference. And we're going to be – we've only played them once, so we're, we know we're going to see them at least two more times. Yeah. 
that third metro spot is still really oh, there for the taking. Yeah. And like this playoff picture is still wide open. And if sure. they get that, they get the Penguins in the playoffs yeah. with the second metro spot. And that's why I'm excited about this next game right yeah. here. I mean, like, what kind of fans are we to sit here and, and and not try to instill confidence in the team and say, oh, like, like, what do you have to say to the people who are, who are just saying this team's mediocre? I don't know what you've seen this team. This team's been mediocre for the last couple of years. Like, what would you have to say to somebody to say that right now? You know I'd I mean? say plus twelve win differential. Um, team's going. Team looks different. An We've seen coach. flashes of them dominating the greatest teams in the league. Um. If they fi- if they had it figured out on the road, we wouldn't be complaining about any of this. I mean, but, like, but if they, I had they, ball, it should be my uncle. Yeah, I know. If all, all all these if ands and buts. Yeah, but like, I'm saying like it, it's not like they have eight goaltenders playing. <laughs> yeah, they have yeah, a shitty coach yeah. with shitty depth. They have good depth. Dale Weiss isn't they're playing just young. on third they're line just young. anymore. They're, they're just, definitely young. They're just young, and they're just they're learning how to win. Especially the defensemen. The, those defensemen back there, they are learning their mistakes. They are learning how to win. Yeah, and like I said, I thought the Meyer Sandheim pair looked. Really good last night, but I mean, people were calling for their head. But it's it's about going through, like it's about instilling confidence in your players and being like, you can go out and make that mistake. Just hop right back on that ice and just keep going. You know what I mean? Like that's what I want to see right now. Like I don't want to see any. Like that's why we were so weird about the whole frost send down. Because look, because look at Faraby. Yeah, look exactly. at his rebound. Exactly, he rebounded. Like, look, this is where we're at right now. This is where we're at with this team. This team's not a cup contending team. This team's not one of the best teams in the league. This team's not the worst team in the league. This team right now is a mediocre team that plays really good teams well. Sometimes we're not tanking. It's a young team. It's a that's young what I'm saying. That's mediocre and that plays really good teams well and just plays shitty on the road. That's what this team is right now. That's what we've seen this year. It's it, it, it's 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 fair to make that assumption right now because that's what we've seen up to this point but what i'm getting to is we're not tanking right we're not going for it all like we're not like okay we have to have fucking four lines that are filled with all you know what i mean like we're not washington so we don't have all like a crazy amount of depth on our on our uh our lines, so just why not let the kids play? You know, I mean, why not let the kids make the mistakes? And that's what they're doing with the defense right now. That's what they're doing with therapy right now. I mean, look, he went through that stretch where people think he should be in the AHL and comes back and scores two two gritty goals, like two goals where a 19 year old kid usually isn't. You know what I mean? Like in front of the net, ready. Like he's always getting knocked down. I just want to see this team progress more with giving younger players a little bit more leeway, and I, I, I'm enjoying because. AV's doing it with with Myers and Sandheim right now. It's it's awesome to see because Haxtell would fucking never, never. The first time they would make mistakes, you would see him in the press yeah. box. And guess who would be playing? Fucking probably like Prosser or some ugly shit. I don't know. It's it's good to see. I'm gonna compare leash. this year's Flyers to the 16, 17 Maple Leafs. Stick with me here for a second. So there's there's the tank, then there's the bridge. Then there's contending. And I think the Flyers are in the bridge. But what, what you do in the bridge is you have a year like this, like a teetering year where you knock on the window. I, I feel like a freaking broken record keep saying that. But, like, the Maple Leafs, 16-17, they got their young players in. They had them playing starting minutes. They let them do their thing. Austin Matthews had four goals in the freaking first game of his career that year. And they were kind of building toward – they made the playoffs last week of the season. And in the offseason, like, they go out – was that the year they got Tavares? After Matthew's rookie year, or was it after his second year? 
second year. Well, either way, that's window open. They, oh, they got Patrick Marlowe that year. Okay, so you go out. They got Patrick Marlowe, window open. 16-17, they let the young guys go out, make their mistakes. They made the playoffs in the final two games this season. They went up against the Washington Capitals. They took them to six. They gave them a run for their money, though. Like, they took them to six. Like, they were up 2-1 at one point. The President's Trophy winning Capitals. And the fans went in, the, in that offseason optimistic. They lost in the first round, but they put up a great fight against the Capitals. And they knocked on their window. They got Patrick Marlowe. Then the next year, they got John Tavares. And then the window opened up. And I think the oh, yeah. Flyers are in that bridge where you let the young guys figure themselves out. Konechny is a budding star this year. I just like, don't he's feel an like, all-star this I, year. I, I just don't feel like we have the same players as they do, though. Like, they have Matthews, Marner, Nylander. Um, who else? Fucking, what's his cap in? Like, they have, like, like four. They haven't been like, past the first round. I know, they're not I in know, a playoff spot right now. So how great are those guys if they're not playing they have, the right way? I just think they have serious problems on the back end. Than they've had for like, yeah, but the, the longest time. The reason is because you're paying your those guys yeah. for like half your cap. It's hard, yeah, yeah. For sure. But I don't know. I called this. I called this Flyers team a mediocre team like ten minutes ago, and like I'm, I'm trying. I'm, I'm thinking about it right now. Like, they it's, are, it's just young. Like all, all young teams are inconsistent. Yeah, like, if you were to take a step back, this would be a mediocre team. Like you know what I mean? If you weren't a Flyers fan and you were just looking over like the standings, okay, the Flyers casual are, fan is mediocre. I will say, yeah, that. for sure, but. They're not. Like, I know that they're not. Like, they're better than mediocre. And I'm going to keep calling them mediocre until the road struggles stop. Because they're really, they're really good team against these fucking East teams. And then they go to the West Coast, and then they get, like, just beat, dude. I mean, in L.A., we got, like, just manhandled. You know, it's just, there's something about the road. And until we fix that, we're nothing more than a mediocre team. Honestly, I think it's, like, at home... I think the young guys feel more comfortable. On the road, you need guys like Drew Voracek to really step up. We saw Voracek do it in St. Louis, mm-hmm. but you know how I said like Coots it's too. taken Drew a while to get on? Yeah. Maybe the fact that it's taken all those guys a while to get on, like they're not they're not carrying any load on the road for us yeah. ever. You know what I mean? They Thanks. used to be those guys. Yeah. Four-point game in Edmonton for Drew, win 5-4. That's how it used to be. Mm-hmm. And I, we just don't see him getting... I would like to see his point splits home and road. Who? Most of them, Drew. Yeah, I feel like a lot of them have been at home. Uh, like, we, we need I him, mean, he, Coots. He had Bors- the goal in Karen. He had that really, him, Frost, and Konechny had that crazy game. In, yeah, they in took Carolina. over that game, for sure. Maybe if they had Frost for the last Carolina game, it's two <laughs> points. But we said that already. Frost, AHL All-Star. <laughs> We're near in February, man. Playoffs yeah. are early April. I'm getting kind of scared. <laughs> Yeah, he might not be here. I mean, it's January. It's it, it's let's let's calm down. We, we see teams. I don't know. A lot of Cal uh, McCarr. He got called up last year. Like I think a day before, like the yeah. first game. The, I don't know. I think it was maybe first. I, I kind of forget. Maybe. But do you really want to like ice frost then bring him for the playoffs, or do you want him to get? I don't know. Cal McCarr looked pretty good doing it. Kale McCarr is Kale McCarr, though. Like, yeah, know, he's the next Eric Carlson. That dude's freaking next Victor Hedman. I know, but, like, Kale McCarr was playing college hockey and came up and did it. Morgan Frost will be playing AHL professional hockey and then come up and do it. So it's not like you're grabbing Frost from, like, the, the fucking juniors and being like, all right, come play playoff hockey now. I mean, it's definitely a jump. Don't Do not get me wrong. But it's it's definitely different from coming from college and then playing in that fucking playoff game in the NHL. That's insane, dude. And he looked amazing doing it. So, yeah, definitely the next Eric Carlson. He's definitely the best young defenseman in the league right now, for sure. It's crazy how Farabee went from freshman year of college 
maybe like eight, eight, eight AHL games. Then he's just NHLer. And he still time. looks good. No World Juniors, NHLer. Yeah. 19. It's crazy. I know. It's awesome. It's fucking awesome, dude. But, yeah, this team tomorrow against the Penguins needs to win win a hockey game for sure. I need to don't see Don't care it, how you do it. I really don't care how you do it. You can win at 8-7. I don't give a shit. Get, win that fucking game, please. Dude, that, you know what 8-7 kind of game reminds me of? That fucking Winnipeg when Buscal was the yeah, goal. Yeah, I know exactly what oh you're talking God. about. That was such an ugly fucking Didn't game. we lose that like 9-8 or something? 8-7, I think. It was, at one point, wasn't it like 7-7, seven, seven, and then the Winnipeg had like a floater goal? But like It was fucking, like yeah, Blake Wheeler or like Andrew Ladd or something. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> fucking I, know, dude. I was watching the highlights of that game like a couple Those were the ago. dark days of being a Flyers fan, bro. Like from then on to like last year, we're like in between that, which is fucking terrible. Dude. I, I think to like the middle of it, like 15, 16. Ew. I'm so glad we're not there anymore, you know? Because I, I didn't know at the time just how <laughs> trash, like in the middle of that garbage era. Like there was still kind of hope that maybe Hextall would like. The only hope was, was G. Like, G was the yeah. only good player on the G and Coos. G Coos and then the occasional Braden Chen trash goal. Trash time goal. Voracek. <laughs> Voracek was awesome. Yeah, he had that career year. That, yeah, that was when year. he earned his money. His 8.7 mil. Yeah, that year it was literally just him, Drew, and Couturier were like the three main players and they had no depth behind that. Matt Reed was playing behind that. Jason Ack. Like, Mark Stroyd. Yeah, Mark. Pubic attachment, <laughs> Mark Stroyd, dude. Fucking. Remember reading that injury? Like, what even is that? Oliver game? Larson was playing defense. <laughs> that dude. Remember at one point he was like our best defensive prospect. prospect yeah. He's like, oh, he's the next prospect. And dude. he sucked. <laughs> like, <laughs> he's playing like in the SHL now, dude. If he's lucky, he's yeah, probably playing he in the, the SAHL, the Swedish. Oh wait, uh, junior league. I don't know. SJHL. <laughs> yeah, for sure. But, yeah, I mean, we made our predictions earlier in the episode. Mine's the fucking... Oh, my God. Did I really just forget mine, dude? It's a Claude Giroux goal tomorrow in Pittsburgh. That's mine. You want to make yours? You did make yours, didn't you? No, I no. did not. And, uh... I'm going to say it's going to be a big Couturier game. But that's not a bold prediction. I'll no, just say that's a prediction. Yeah, it's just, that's just a... An expectation. Yeah, that's <laughs> an expectation. Tweet. He always lights it up against the Penguins. He does. I he always think, comes I think to he play. does it, especially at home. Always comes does. to play during the big games, too. So, he's just the best player on the team. I think tomorrow sure. he's going to lock down one of their best lines. It's going to give us a big advantage. Yep. Need that. I need that. Any more questions or anything like that? No, nah, no more questions. That was it. Thank you, everybody, for asking the questions. We appreciate it. We're going to do more of that as the season goes on. We're running a little bit uh, low on time. <laughs> I didn't know how long we've been doing this. Jesus Christ, me neither. Long episode, though. Enjoy it because we have a long stretch of no hockey games. <laughs> and um, After this Pittsburgh game, I'm going to be down. upset. <laughs> You're going to be uh, down. Like, the Super Bowl's two weeks from now, too. There's nothing to fill that 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 all-star break void. Nothing. You know? Maybe yeah. Sixers, but like, who wants to watch them play the no, freaking Wizards? I'm, I'm cool. They'll yeah. probably lose anyway. I'd rather not watch Forkon Korsmas shoot a three, bro. I'm, yeah, like, I'm, I'm good. I'm straight. Call me for the playoffs <laughs> or when Boston comes down. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and guess what? Go floor. Go floor.